Smarties, today we are so excited to welcome back Nikki, who initially joined us back in 2019 when she was 15 years old, episode 57. And if you're interested in hearing that conversation from a few years ago, it's linked in the show notes. To remind you, she was Steph's client at My Ed Therapist, and she is now a sophomore in college. She shares what it was like to listen to her 2019 episode and updates us on what it was like to listen to that episode now, what's changed and what's the same for her. She talks about how her development of time and her understanding of time has really changed as she's entered into adulthood. And she shares how she's learning not to overwhelm herself, how her values have changed, how daunting the college process was and her thoughts looking back on it. She shares more about her anxiety journey, where she is now, how her goals have changed, and how she's blossoming into a new and awesome Nikki. It was a real pleasure to get to catch up with her. And if you are interested in working with either one of us or our teams at My Ed Therapist or CAP Educational Therapy Group, go ahead and sign up for a phone call on our website. That's also listed in the show notes. Now let's dig in and go Bears. You want to learn faster, but sometimes working harder is just not the answer. You have to learn smarter. The Educational Therapy Podcast. Hi, Smarties. Welcome to episode 249 of Learn Smarter, the Educational Therapy Podcast. I'm Stephanie Pitts. And I'm Rachel Cap. And today we're really excited to share an update with you. We are having Nikki returning to the podcast. And if you don't remember, Nikki was on episode 57 when she was 15 in high school, and now she is a sophomore in college. Hi, Nikki. Hello. Excited to be back. Yay. (laughs) So if you guys don't remember, Nikki is a client of mine, and we have worked together on and off throughout the years. I really wanted to have her come back and just share a little bit more about her experience transitioning from high school to college. And in her first episode, we talked a lot about the anxiety that she had in high school. I just wanted to add, Nikki is currently on campus. So if you hear (laughs) background noise. So before we get started, Nikki, I would love if you would reintroduce yourself to our audience and tell us a little bit about yourself. Perfect. Yes. So I'm totally excited to be here again. Thank you guys for having me. I am a sophomore at Berkeley studying conservation and resource studies, which is like environmental science. I'm interested in like environmental design, creative writing, and ecology. Yeah, so you shared before we hit record that you had gone back and listened to the earlier episode. So tell me about that. What was that experience like for you? Listening to my 15-year-old self was like really weird. I was being very positive about everything. I think when I was that age, everything was still very difficult, even though I had been undergoing like over a year of educational therapy. I feel like at Berkeley, everyone has the go, go, go mindset, like constant overloading, overbearing mindset. And that's what you're supposed to do in college. And that's what I kind of was like my first year. But this year right now, I'm really trying to understand balance between social and like mind, body, spirit, soul connection and sleep is super important. So I'm definitely trying to get into bed at like 1130 and then waking up at like seven or eight because my classes start earlier this semester, which is great because I love starting early and ending early. 
as our audience knows, I also went to Berkeley and I was like, if it's before 11, I'm not taking it. (laughs) Like if it's as a Friday section, I'm not taking it. I admire that. And I admire getting to bed by 1130. I think it's really interesting, right? I just want to dig into it a little bit more because I think when parents are like putting all these boundaries or not boundaries, but giving limitations to like what they want to see from their learner, in high school, I think there's such a fear that those habits will just go out the window. And what I'm hearing from you is you are recognizing the need and making the adjustments to kind of self-impose those habits on yourself. Is that right? Yes and no. Because I Mm -hmm. think when I was 15, that made me very upset that they would do that. And honestly, looking back, I think it was probably a little too strict. What are the words with parenting roles that you can have either like a permissive or like a super dominating, like authoritative, Mm -hmm. exactly authoritative in the middle of that. Like, I think it would have been great for me to be able to set my own time constraints. And I think it would have helped with like my understanding of time more because I didn't really have an understanding of that. And, you know, to go from like up until the age of like 17, having those restrictions and then being kind of sent out into the world like that's a really hard thing to learn to manage myself so in a sense I think it's a balance I think that as a parent like I really would not recommend like super strictly imposing all of that because it doesn't allow the child to learn for themselves because like you can only impose so many experiences on a child that they'll actually take in and understand Steph and I have spent a lot of time on the podcast and off the podcast talking about time and sense of time. So can you talk about how your sense of time has developed or changed as you've entered into the college world and more independence? Being in my own room where I'm cut off from the world and can do whatever has really like disrupted how I think of time. Because in reality, like I could be doing work at 3 a.m. and no one would know. So I think for me, it's like, because I've always had these figures like watching over me without that, it's like, oh, I can do whatever. And that kind of mess with everything. This is what you're in college to sort of figure out. I just want to talk a little bit about what brought you back. What happened last year? I started off my first semester at Berkeley taking 17 units. They recommend you take 13. I am a very like motivated go-getter person. And sometimes that's to my detriment. You want to do all the things. Right, exactly. And I was also taking classes that like, honestly, I look back at and I'm like, why did I take those? Like I was taking statistics. I do not like math, but it was to get a requirement out of the way. You know, you can come home over the summer and take that at community college, which is what I did for statistics. I did too. Yeah. (laughs) So I took it at Berkeley. Big mistake. Actually, that was my first class where I got a B ever, like in my life. And so that was a very humbling, important experience for me to have because I was just so like, oh my God, I have so much to do. And it was stressing me out. I was doing super late nights, but so was everyone else. So it seemed really normal. Yeah, I just was doing everything like, bam, bam, this is what I'm supposed to do instead of like doing that exploration and taking classes outside of like what I wanted to do to learn just have a more like holistic education. Then my second semester, I believe I took less courses. It was kind of better. It was a spring. It was better just in general, because obviously your first semester is like, you know, you're seeing the whole campus for the first time and it's a whole new culture. 
And then over the summer, I was just so burnt out, was considering taking summer courses and going back to Berkeley. My mom was like, Nikki, you should just stay home and just chill. Anyway, my mom suggested that I call you. Mm-hmm. And so I remember I called you and you were at Disneyland. And I was mm-hmm. like, hey. <laughs> yeah, I picked up because I <laughs> I saw your name on my phone. <laughs> and I thought, hmm, that's interesting that she's calling me. Yeah. And I really wanted to sort of talk about the journey that we started with your first semester of sophomore year, sort of what was going on and what were our goals? Yeah, I remember I felt uncomfortable with my friends, like my friendship dynamics. Like I wanted to explore that more, you know, obviously like this is my home, Berkeley's my home. I want to make sure that like I feel comfortable and have people I can talk to. So that was number one. And I think it's related to like socializing and like being happy in that sense because that's a form of self-care. I so relate. I went through the exact same thing with the social stuff. It was like, I went back sophomore year. I'm like, I need to establish this for myself here. Yeah. I think my mom's been saying this to me constantly. Is like college students are like one of the loneliest people like on our planet or something. So that's like number one, super important. So I joined a sorority. I'm at this point where I'm like, okay, maybe I've outgrown this, but it was a good experience. It was a great experience. I've met like a lot of people that I'm going to continue relationships with. But like now I'm kind of even going out beyond like stories and like seeing like obviously like more clubs and like interests, like maybe like a theater type club, but just expanding my social circle even still now. That was like my focus my first semester. And also I was taking really cool classes like environmental design. I've never like considered architecture before. They don't teach that stuff in high school, but that's even like an option. I really feel like that interdisciplinary nature and like creativity, I just felt like wasn't accessible. And so now I really get to explore that and hopefully like continue that as a career. I just had to sit down with Stephanie yesterday to like discuss my current class schedule because I was feeling a little stressed. I'm taking like 19 units right now. So that's a whole nother discussion. But I'm going to figure it out in this next week. I really just want to make sure I'm still exploring, exploring, and not just taking things for the credit. And also 13 units is fine. Yeah, but that should be enough. You need to drop one of those classes. Oh, 100%. The thing that you were experiencing a lot of in high school was a lot of anxiety, a lot of trying to figure out what worked and what didn't. And it sort of continued in college, but differently. You're not having the anxiety about the academics anymore. You're having the anxiety about picking and choosing, making priorities. We've talked a lot about that this year, prioritizing, figuring out how long life things take, what needs to happen, how you can make sure that you are feeding yourself and getting your clothes clean and doing all of the adulting responsibilities that you didn't have prior to college, right? And one of the things that I said, and I think you were really originally very surprised, was me saying last semester, the priority is going to be fun. Yeah. We had to keep bringing you back to what's the priority this semester? What's the priority this semester? Because what I think happened is you got so bogged down in checking off the lists, which is what you were doing in high school. And you had told me you felt very much like you didn't get to experience all the things you wanted to experience in high school because you were so busy doing work. And to we're the same person. <laughs> that was starting to continue your freshman year, right? And so 
We picked classes that were fun and interesting and easier for you because we didn't want you doing a lot of busy work and all of that. You know, as you said, this is still exploration. You're still figuring it out. But if I compare where you are today versus where you were the day that you called me, it's completely different. I would totally agree. I started to think about like, what do I value? I really saw that balance and started to do that balance between like work and play and like to make life playful is something that's really important to me now. But I think I need to realign myself this semester because I definitely can see how I'm getting back into the groove of the past, which is like very easy to fall back into line when I've like been doing it for so long. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I need to think about my priorities now. There's so much about your story that I relate to. I keep being like, I get it. I get it. I (laughs) literally have the same experience and I still like getting things off my checklist now. And luckily we both have stuff in our lives to like realign us. Um, (laughs) But what I wanted to make sure that you shared on the podcast, and then I just want to share like benefit of my experience at that school and having a very similar highly academic high school experience was that you talked about the difference between high school and college. And it was something that I very much related to. And this was off air before we hit record, which was in a lot of ways, college was easier than high school, which I agree with. The thing that I want to add before giving you an opportunity to sort of jump in is that once I studied abroad and came back, I was so burnt out my senior year. And I remember saying to my dad, I feel like I've been in college for 10 years Mm -hmm. because I was in a middle school, high school. So that was seven years. The academic intensity continued to a certain extent. Berkeley was easier than high school, but I did not pace myself well. And so when I was a senior at Berkeley, it was really when my anxiety kicked into high gear. And I realized I had spent very little time thinking about what was going to happen after college. But anyway, I wanted to just sort of share my journey with you a little bit because I relate. But what would you add about the differences between high school and college? I'm now thinking like, oh, of being a fifth year senior doesn't even seem that bad. Like if <laughs> It's not. Mean, it's a great idea. Yeah. Really get that exploration. And I think that's also really valuable information about study abroad because you know, applying that. And that's hard. Also, you have to be doing your classes while applying for like spring research, while applying for summer internship opportunities, while applying for study abroad the next fall or spring. You don't have to do all those things. That's true. That's true. Okay. Listen, that's Um, what we talk about on the regular. You keep saying have to, but it sounds like this is a want, not a need. It would be nice list, but yes, I went through the exact same thing. So I totally understand. Yeah, I guess like the differences between high school and college would definitely be that it was super strict and you have to do like this, this, this in order to get into said college. When like really I'm meeting other students here who didn't do all the stuff I did and still got it. Um, (laughs) That would upset me. (laughs) (laughs) There's obviously other ways to get into these really like prestigious schools, which is like through doing community college getting those two extra years, whatever you need to do, done, which is obviously going to be more get this done, get this done, get this done. But then, you know, going. Like, I have a friend who's going to a really prestigious school in New York after doing two years of community college. So there's so many different paths. We have so long to live. That However you get there, there's so many ways. 
I feel like that's not emphasized in high school. And I want to point out that this was not your chosen path. This is not the path you wanted in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Berkeley was it? Or no, it was not. Okay. That's not where she wanted to saw, go. Saw herself. Yep. It's funny because right from the start, when I saw the list, this is where I thought she should go. We talked about it later. It just suits her really, really well. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a semester system, which is great. Yeah. Think back to that like 15 year old self that thought all of these things and like the growth that has happened and your ability to recognize that the things that you thought were not necessarily the best for you. You've been able to pivot. At first it was, I'm never going to join a sorority. And then it was, wait, well, maybe I'll meet a bunch of people and try it type of scenario, right? And so I just have to commend you for being willing, especially when I started throwing all these things at you to try to do that you were open to it. And now as you're figuring out what you actually like, our conversation yesterday with all the things that are so interesting to you, now we're trying to make sure that you pare down and focus a little bit so you aren't doing too many things. So still a work in progress. And I think those will be some goals for future Nikki, but I'm really proud of you. I'm proud of you for being willing to come back because I think that you thought you had it handled. And it's not that you didn't, it's that there's new challenges now. Yeah, I'm just going to give myself a pat on the back real quick because yes. that's so true. <laughs> um, but I remember when I was applying for colleges, I had that like big list of like, I was applying to over 30 colleges. And I did like a little advising thing with like some college advisors and they were like, who are you? So I had to really like sit down and be like, okay, what can I tell them that I want to study and that I'm very passionate about? And that became environmental psychology. And I really created this whole narrative of who I was, what I wanted to do, like my graduate study plans, like Mm. I'm going to be the CEO of XYZ, like in 20 years. And then I went to college still with that mindset. And so it limited me because I was like, this is what I have to do. And I was considering doing an interdisciplinary major of conservation and resource studies and psychology, like as a double major, just so much. You were considering creating your own major? Basically. (laughs) And now I'm like, oh, well, that's also a really niche thing to do when it's like college is all about exploring. But it's hard because like for college applications, that's what they want. In some cases not, but that's what I thought I had to do showcase all my best talents when really we're you know 17 18 years old like we don't have it figured out so I think that system is like not the best way and I also think like the SAT ACTs like those are not my strong suits and thank god I didn't have to submit that because Mm -hmm. it was during COVID but I remembered studying for that and being so stressed out Mm -hmm. Um, so I think the educational system there's so much we can change for like the students and people who are not good test takers like that and even though I've done so much to like better myself in that way I still have other ways of like creativity and other ways that I'm just so much more powerful to contribute so much to the world and to college so it sucks that I wasn't necessarily I feel like able to convey that when I was a high school student applying and also another point I wanted to make is I really want to go to Brown Brown is in Rhode Island that is like an eight-hour flight away from my family, mm. away from California. If I had gotten in, I think I would have been even so much more burnt out because thankfully I'm only an hour flight away. And like last year, I went home probably every month to see them because I was just like, I think it was like stress and just like being in a new environment. You're very close with your family. Yeah. Yeah. 
But at the same time, wanted me to know already, like, do I value a big college campus or smaller, like small discussion-based classes, Coles or Beach? And my values have changed in the past two years. And so I am glad I ended up here. And honestly, sometimes I'm like, I wish I had gone into like UCLA. I'm really glad where I ended up. But it's just like having to like create that persona, which is still me, but really had to be created, limited me in my first year. And now I'm getting out of that and exploring like the things, like I said, that I never knew I would be interested in, like architecture. Can you talk a little bit about your journey with anxiety? You dealt with a lot of it back in high school. And I'm curious to hear how it has manifested or if it has in college, like what that has been like for you. I just started a chakra class, which is like energy cleansing work. So Berkeley. Yeah. (laughs) My mom recommended it to me. That whole meditation aspect, I've been doing that since like seventh grade. Like my mom really tried to push that onto me. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. That has been a good outlet recently, but also just like, time management as a whole decreases my stress overload. I've been making lists saying like, okay, how much time is this going to take me? That just like lets me really like see everything that I have going on and compartmentalize it and makes me less stressed about things. Also like socializing is very important to me. So making that time for that. But I would say that I have been less stressed and anxious this year than last year because I am doing more exploration and enjoying life. I'm so proud of you, honestly. Thank you for all that you've done. (laughs) Listen, I am so proud to watch you grow and just be who you are. Enjoy it. So I hope that other high school seniors or, or other students in college listen to this and just sort of hear your journey and see that it is a journey and that's okay. You're where you're at. And just continue to grow and learn. And you're well on your way. Thank you. And also another thing to add is that like, it's so scary here to like hear what everyone else is doing and Mm. compare yourself. Mm. And that makes me want to join more clubs and be like, I have to be in more XYZ classes. Mm. But like just taking a step back from that and like realizing that like, obviously no one has it figured out. I remember like my first week of Berkeley, I was on the bus. And like this group of girls were like, what's your major? What's your major? And I was mm. like, oh, like conservation resource studies. And then this other guy was like, uh, like undecided. It's okay to like not know. <laughs> so I feel like there's this push to like put people in boxes of this is who I am. But it's like that journey can take so long even mm-hmm. beyond college. Oh, for sure. You're so insightful and eloquent. Thank you for being here again. Thank you. Yes, totally. Well, thank you so much, Stephanie and Rachel. And I hope that you have a great week, Smarties. (laughs) Perfect.